Welcome back to the Cap Rack. My name is Tyler Blumenstick, joined by Sam Meehan. We are bringing you college basketball picks on this fine February 16th, Tuesday morning. Um, not your biggest Tuesday slate, I guess, as usual. I mean, Tuesday, Wednesday are usually pretty big, but today we ran 10 games through the model. There's probably about 20-ish, 25 on the slate here, a lot of mid-major games, but we're putting through the Power 5 conference games. Uh, Sam, how you doing? Doing just terrific here on this another freezing morning. It's, uh, yeah, it's really cold. It's crazy. Yeah, I, I need to get out of this cold weather. Uh, but we're you know we got some winners today as per usual, and we're ready to ready. We're gonna have a big day. I'm, I can feel it. I hope so. All right, let's dive right into this. We're going to start with uh, the Providence at UConn game. That's at 6:30 today. We have UConn minus five and a half on the spread, 133 on the total. Line opened at UConn minus six. It's now dropped a half point. So take that for what you will. The model likes a 60 to 67 UConn win for a uh, margin there of 6.6. Given the spreads five and a half, we have 1.12 points of edge there. Um, given that UConn's a favorite, we're profitable on that margin, so we're riding that as a pick. UConn, pretty good. Been playing really well without James Booknight, but he sh- I think he's coming back tonight, if I'm not mistaken. Right, Sam? Uh, that would be huge if he is. I mean, uh, it's with college basketball, it's so, it's so like, weird getting like injury reports. But, yeah, it looks like he could, he could definitely be back tonight. I haven't heard for sure, though. Yes. Uh, UConn is 9-5 and five on the year. 10 and four against the spread while Providence on the other side, the away team 11 and 10 straight up 10 and 10 against the spread. Um, I don't know. This is a weird game here. Big East game, two very middle of the pack, big East teams, maybe trying kind of a little bit above average, I would say, mm-hmm. but I don't know. UConn can cover this, especially if book night is back Providence. I like Providence as a team, but the model's giving us the edge here. UConn 10 and four against the spread, a sneaky 10 and four. I don't really know. Do you have anything more about this? I mean, it's a model play, so that's really what we're going to chalk it up to. But yeah, you know, with book night back, that'll be definitely a big boost for the uh, for UConn. I think that's why the spread's a little bigger than you would probably anticipate. Um, five and a half. It seems like it's a bit much, especially by looking at the past matchup of these two, where Providence won by eleven at home. Mm-hmm. But I feel like more often than not in the Big East, especially with these like you know evenly evenly matched like middle of the road teams, the Big East. They like to trade games during the season. They'll oh, yeah. trade blowouts even. They'll trade close games, whatever it is. So, you know, five and a half points, definitely comfortable, uh, you know, laying that down with UConn tonight. Especially Alrighty. with Book Night back, if Book Night's back, I should say. I just searched Twitter for it while you were explaining the game a little bit. And I'm just going to read a couple of tweets because they're funny. Just status on Book Night, Book Night news. My source is telling me that Book Night will not return this season. All jokes, but it's funny. So we don't know um, what James no is going to do tonight. On. So we're riding with uh, UConn anyways because they've been good without him. Let's move on to the next game. It's going to be Florida at Arkansas. This game is at seven. The line opened at Arkansas minus four, but clearly taking a lot of money on the Arkansas side, moved it up to five. Now we have 150 and a half on the total. Uh, that opened at 150, so pushing that up a little bit too. So some action coming in on the over, it looks like. Uh, you can get Arkansas at minus 200 on the money line. You look at our model predictions. We have a 82 to 77 projected Arkansas win. Um, only shows five there, but it is 5.13 if you round. So we got 0.13 points of edge there. That's like 
very skating through by the skin of your teeth. <laughs> um, but Arkansas is a really good team here. Florida is also a good team trying to figure out how to play without um, Keontae Johnson, but they're figuring it out. It's been a couple of weeks since he went, uh, collapsed on the court, but I don't know. I like this Arkansas team in a home spot. Yeah, you know, as, as great as Florida has been, been playing, Arkansas has been playing that much better. Yeah, like, they're, they're, they're a very good team. Uh, I was saying on on, a, on Saturday that I think this behind uh, Tennessee and um, another team in the SEC that I can't think of right now, um, they're probably the, the, definitely that third best team in the conference. Alabama, that was Bama. it. Yep. That was it. That was it. Uh, yeah, Bama, Tennessee, it's got to be Arkansas, especially after their win against Mizzou um, on the road. Especially, you know, come back home tonight, you know, big, uh, probably have a, as electric of a crowd as they can allow there in, uh, in Arkansas. So, yeah, I like them to, to make a nice statement win here over Florida, beat them up a little bit. And because uh, of all the, they can score and they can play solid defense. The SEC isn't exactly known for their defensive prowess this year throughout the whole conference. Or so. ever. Yeah, <laughs> outside outside of Tennessee, no one really defends in that conference. So, um, yeah, let's go with the Razorbacks. Let's do it. All right, next game of the day, I believe we are moving over to the A10 with Dayton at Rhode Island. Now, this is a very interesting game. Yuck. So, the spread: Rhode Island minus three and a half. Total set at one thirty-two. Rhode Island is the home team, nine and twelve on the year. Dayton eleven and six straight up on the year. Rhode Island 10 and 11 against the spread, Dayton 9 and 8 against the spread, so really hovering around 500 there. But the straight up records in conference is probably what is the biggest telltale sign of how much talent you have on your team compared to your peers in your conference. Um, high mid major conference in the A10. Look, Dayton, the better team, three and a half point road dogs. This is suggesting that they are equal on a neutral court which i don't think is the case um dayton's a much better team obviously they lost ob toppin so they're not as good as they were in years past but look this should be Dayton can win this game outright and they're three and a half points i say take the points and maybe sprinkle on the money line a tiny tiny bit yeah i totally yeah i totally agree rhode island's been on a little bit of a a little bit of a struggle here uh lost four in a row Mm -hmm. so um, yeah, Dayton's just a more talented team. You know, obviously the record indicates that. Um, even like past few years, you can see like some their talent wise, they're above and beyond. Even outside of top in the past couple of years, they still got guys that can play. Without a doubt. Like, dude, Jalen Crutcher was a huge part of that team, but a little bit over, like he was running the point while Toppin was kind of just doing the scoring, getting all the headlines. Now, like he has EB Watson. Um, it's, it's, it's good. It's good. Um, okay, so we're going to take the points. Hopefully we get a little sprinkle on the money line there, but I mean the model's not projecting a Dayton money line win, but the value is there. Yeah. Okay, let's move on. To Xavier at St. John's moving back into the Big East. We have St. John's as one and a half point favorites. That's the current line. I put it in here as two, so that's what we're going off of. Uh that was the opening line if I'm not mistaken. 81 to 78 St. John's projected win for about 3.04 points. So anywhere from zero to two edge on a favorite. We like that as a model pick. We have 1.04 points of edge there. So it's kind of right in that sweet spot. This is a great play. St. John's is home. I don't know if this is in the garden. No, it's at Carnesecca Arena. But regardless, Xavier traveling, St. John's home. 
low two-point spread, high total. It's going to be fireworks. Good game. What do you think? Yeah, um, yeah, it's going to be definitely some fireworks. It's going to be a lot of points in this game. Uh, but, yeah, I like the St. John's team. Um, been playing well of late. Um, you know, beat Nova about a week ago. Um, is uh, is Julian Champagny uh, brothers with the guy from Pitt? Dude, okay, so that's funny you say that because <laughs> I was watching the St. John's game against Butler um, over the weekend or last week, and – I thought the same exact thing. I was like, wait, I thought that Champagne was on. I thought I was it, like, like, you know, hallucinating for a second. Like, did I? Did I yeah, no, here? I had the same realization. I don't know. <laughs> I'm going to have to look it up. I'm going to do it right now. Isn't it Justin? Yeah, Julian Champagne. Julian and Justin are two. Are, those are brother names right there. I feel like they got, uh, yeah, they're twins. Yeah, all right. Alrighty, so I guess the talent runs in the family. You got to both, Saint John's. and they're both buckets. They are both walking buckets. All right, Saint John's is the pick. That wraps up all the motto picks for today. I just want to throw in one very quick college basketball pick, and it's coming out of the American Conference, I believe. Uh, Temple at Tulsa. Tulsa minus three on the spread, one twenty nine on the total. Now the model is giving us a sixty eight to sixty two Tulsa win. Now, while between two and three edge betting on a favorite, we are 19 and 27 on the model. I don't care. <laughs> I told Sam before this that Tulsa is going to project a blowout on the model. The eye test looks like Tulsa is going to blow them out. They're eight and nine, but they're a talented eight and nine. If, I, if, that's a, if you're allowed to say that, I'm going to stick with it because they're a talented eight and nine team. Um, while Temple is four and eight, kind of just a really bad team. Like I feel <laughs> like minus three for Tulsa, laying it at home, just take it. Like, yeah, I don't, I don't hate that at all. Temple has lost four, five of their last six. Yeah, they're just I don't know, not good, not good. Temple got by early in the year because they played quick, and they're just not getting by like that anymore because defenses are settling in. <coughs> Do you have any extra picks today, Sam? Um, I, I actually have one. It's kind of crazy here, but because it's a very high total, but um, two teams that can score and two teams that defense is optional. You know, we're gonna go with the Mizzou Georgia over one fifty three and a half. It's a big one. Yeah, no, it's it's a big total. But as you probably realize, I love taking the irrationally high totals. Um. So, yeah, I'm going to go – I like that a lot. You know, both these teams are uh, – I mean, look, just looking at their uh, their games from Saturday where uh, Mizzou played Arkansas, put up 167. Granted, went to overtime, but I think they were at 150 prior. And uh, and Georgia, um, they let Bama score 115 on them uh, in regulation. So, yeah, let, let's, let's do over 153. I think that's the second time Bama scored 100 this year. Mm -hmm. There goes my phone. Um, the model is eight and one when betting overs in this range and the model projects an over. So send it. We're sending me over. That's it. Okay. Um, no NHL picks today. Or those are, those are blog material. Uh, those will be up on my, on the blog, uh, later today. Uh, I talked with Alex, see if he's got anything to do. Um, so yeah, we, uh, got, have some more NHL picks. Got a little unlucky last night with, uh, with the Maple Leafs would have been a nice two in one night. 
Nick got right. unlucky. What was it? He bet the over 227 and a half and it came in at 227? Yep. It's not good. It's not good. That is the baddest of beats right there. Okay, so that wraps up our episode of the Cap Rack for this Tuesday, February 16th. My name is Tyler Bloomstick, and as always, joined by Sam Meehan. We will see you probably tomorrow for a really good college basketball sleep. See you.